Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Jacques Talks. I'm your host, Jacques Charbonneau, and I suppose today I can do some talking. How about that? All right, here we are, February 27th, episode 5. Pretty excited to uh, get talking again. It's it's such a weird thing. I, I think I've discussed this before. I get an urge pretty much every week, midweek, of wanting to sit down and talk about some stuff that's happened or just stuff that pops into my head. And I have to restrain myself to waiting till Sunday because I know it would, I'd probably burn myself out on wanting to do this. And um, I don't know, just, I don't want to burn out, I guess, is how I feel. So I feel like it's a good thing that I want to keep doing it, even though I'm pushing myself to only do it once a week. So that's a really good sign for me. So yeah, I, I've, I've been itching to sit down and record this, but then yet somehow I wake up Sunday with motivation to do absolutely nothing. I guess knowing it's because it's my last day before having to go to work. So wanting to do as little of work as possible on Sunday is, I don't know, typical, normal. I think that's the same goes for a lot of people, so you can maybe sympathize with me on that. But here we are sitting down to do it. I decided, well, the big motivation for me finally getting off my ass and doing it was the Euphoria Season 2 finale comes out tonight, and I want to watch it when it comes out at 9 p.m. I I think I noted like two weeks ago that I started, I, you know, catching up on the show, watching the second season, and... I have to say the second season a lot better than the first season, in my opinion. I I'm hooked. I need to watch that. that what happens tonight? I I really want to know. I think, without spoiling anything, because I know, well, I guess most of the people who listen to this show, who also watch Euphoria, are also caught up. So I probably could talk about spoilers, but I'm not going to. But what I'll say is, Zendaya, who plays like the main character in the show she won an emmy for the first season for best actress in a leading role i think is the full award she won or whatever but if she won that first season one i obviously i don't really watch television and other tv series so there might be a better actress than her this year i don't know but if she if she was good enough to win it for season one she better at least be nominated for the second season because she the her performance is absolutely remarkable especially I think it was episode five of the second season most of that if if you're not familiar with the show most of the episodes aren't strictly dedicated to her and what she's doing there's a lot of characters a lot of moving parts you know just as any show goes but I think it was the fifth episode it's just focused on her and she is insane it's she's such a great actress I don't know if I'm a big fan of hers per se she's obviously stunning very good in all of her roles i've never like watched zendaya act and thought wow that was bad but i don't know that i'm necessarily a fan is what i'm trying to say i don't go to a movie or something just because zendaya is in it however i can't deny how good she is and i think if she if i had to vote based purely on what i've seen which is pretty much just that show this year of new shows well i guess i've seen some like i watched the new Star Wars show, the Book of Boba Fett, but I mean, I don't know. I don't really watch TV, TV shows is what I'm trying to say, but I would vote for Zendaya for Actress of the Year. And okay, yeah, that's so, I guess, yeah, that's, that's really what I've been up to in my free time this past week, at least, is catching up on 
Euphoria, you know, doing regular me, nothing really to note of. I do have to add, though, a funny anecdote. So I think I mentioned last week, we'll see if this week I have any car issues, and turns out I did. So I don't know if, uh, I think if there's anything that the show has, I have to sneeze too, by the way, that's might be coming up here, and I might have to edit that out, but I, I hear the itch in my nose. I hear the itch in my nose. What the heck is going on? Welcome to Jacques Talks, where I hear itches in my nose. Anyways. <laughs> Um, no, I can, I can feel an itch in my nose. I might have to sneeze. I don't want to sneeze on this camera, but this camera, geez Louise, I should, I should stop recording this microphone. I don't want to sneeze on this microphone. Okay. Well, anyways, yeah. So if there's anything this show has taught me about myself is that I have, I have so many car issues, but it's not even that they're, maybe I'm just being picky and it's just notable to me because I'm scared about something happening to my car. Maybe that's it. So I'm particular with every little thing that happens. But anyways, I at the beginning of the week, I started getting a, a notice in my car for my parking lights being out, which is fair. Okay, obviously don't, you know, let's get those replaced. Except for the fact that they're parking lights. I'm pretty low. In, in, I'm not so inclined to... Can you hear the wind outside, by the way? I don't know if my mic is picking that up or not. If if there's a whooshing underneath my voice, I apologize. It's nature, and I can't do anything about that. Studio coming soon, right? You know, pretty soon I'll have a nice, uh, you know, with the growth of this podcast, I'll have a nice in-apartment studio. And uh, we won't, no, I'm just kidding. Well, it would be nice. Maybe I'll buy some of those um, foam things up for the walls, so then it eats up sound. I don't think that would help with wind, though. Maybe dogs barking. Because I know that still happens. Well, anyways, I digress. Parking light comes on. The point I'm trying to make is that's probably the best light to go out. Because do I really need parking lights or all of them? The The fact of the matter is I have one of them out. And there's parking lights in the front and the back of the car. The, the point of them, I didn't even realize this. I didn't even know they were a thing. Is when you put your car in park, they turn on so it's easier for your car to be seen at night while parked. But, I mean, when I'm parked, my headlights are still on. My the brake lights are on, all that stuff. So it's not like these lights are the only thing helping my car stay visible when it's parked. So it's not the worst lights in the world to go out, but whatever, you know, I still want to get them changed. Especially because for whatever reason, whoever coded the the lighting or the system in my car to send notices about when things are going wrong, the parking light I get a little ding about it every 30 seconds while I'm driving that the parking light is out. And it's really annoying because I have a digital dash. And normally I have it set to my speed. So I can see a digital readout of my speed. It's not just the, what is that, analog or whatever. It's not a, I don't have to do the little calculations in my head between 60 and 70, how, how many miles per hour I'm going. I see the actual number, right? But because of this parking light thing, every five seconds, a little notice comes up and blocks my speed and tells me that my parking light is out. Like, yes, I understand my parking light is out. You can tell me once when I turn my car on to give me that reminder. I don't know why you got to tell me while I'm driving that my parking light is out. Because guess what? It's only I only need it to come on when I'm parked. Maybe just notify me when I'm parked and my mile, my speed is zero miles per hour, but whatever. So that's really annoying. So I I went to the store. I went to AutoZone, got some lights 
got a new set of lights because the parking lights are located, at least the ones that are out. My understanding of the ones that were out were the ones in the front of the car, the parking lights in the front, and it's something that I can fix with, I don't gotta go to a mechanic or anything like that. It's just an easy get get into, into the front of my car where the light is and replace them, whatever. Turns out I bought the wrong lights. Spoiler alert for, this isn't actually what happened. We'll get to the actual part that happened. But I got the wrong lights, so I still have to go back and get the right lights to fix the lights in my car. But anyways, what actually happens, I'm in AutoZone, I buy the lights, I go back into my car. I sit in my car, take a deep breath because I'm frustrated because somehow there's something stupid always happening with my car, even though it's not even that stupid. At least my car isn't breaking down. But anyways, I start to back out out of my parking spot. I'm, you know, looking behind me, I'm a safe back router. I don't just like say yeehaw and start <laughs> driving backwards. But anyways, I start backing out and I notice this, the car on the opposite side from me, there's this like SUV also backing out. And I'm like, okay, I'll let him back out because he wasn't stopping. So I stopped backing out and I'm like halfway backed out, right? So I'm like diagonal in the parking lot or so. I didn't just back straight. I was backing out to turn to drive, right? Can you imagine this? I don't know if I'm painting a good picture. But anyways, this SUV keeps backing out and he's backing out to turn the opposite way from me. So he's backing out into me essentially. And yeah, I don't know if he didn't see me, if he just didn't decide to not look behind him while he backed out, but he he just wasn't stopping. I honked my horn, didn't stop, and he backed out straight into me. Like the like I mean, he wasn't going any more than maybe five miles an hour backwards or whatever, but he straight up hit me like, boom. Like, I, I don't know the last time I've been in my car when I was in an impact. Funny enough, I told those, maybe I jinxed myself by telling all those stories a couple episodes ago, all the accidents I've been in. But he, yeah, he just backed up into me. I was like, oh, are you kidding me, dude? Because I was, I was at AutoZone to get lights. I didn't want to have to have more car troubles. So I pull forward, whatever, I get out of my car, I go take a look, and um, there was like nothing, like no scratches, no dents. I was like, thank goodness, oh my gosh. I was so stressed that I was going to have to get his damn insurance because I could easily sell, tell, I mean, I people are dumb or, I don't know, people are annoying, I guess is what I'm trying to say, because I know damn well if there would have been a dent in my car or something, he would have said it wasn't fully his fault because I was in the middle of the parking lot or something stupid like that. Even though it was completely his fault because I stopped and I honked my horn. And he just didn't, he just backed into me. I was at a complete standstill. Bystanders could have told you that. And there was some. But luckily there was no dent, no nothing. And he was like, the, the, the other dude got out of his car. He came over, he's like, are we good? I was like, well, I don't see any damage to my car. I was like, is your car okay? He's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, then we're good. And he gave me a fist bump. I was like, okay, dude, whatever. Um, And then I left. So, yeah, that, that was it. That's the whole incident. But I, I, I can't go a week without something weird happening with my car. Parking, the lights, hitting something. I don't know. I'm... Is I, am I unlucky? I don't know if that's it. Am I, have I jinxed myself? 
I don't know. I'm going to be very careful. My birthday is next weekend. I do. I'm praying I don't have car troubles on my birthday because that's the next time I'll have to take like a serious drive because I don't really have to go into work this week. So the only car usage I'll have this week is going to the store or if I end up, you know, driving in somewhere to hang out with a friend or I don't know. And um, and then my birthday. So hoping for no car problems this week. I'll have to update everyone next week, though, <laughs> because apparently it's it's a constant thing. But yeah, OK, that, that that's really the only funny thing. Or I don't even know that's funny. <laughs> Stupid thing that happened to me this week. It's a pretty mundane week for me otherwise. My last week of one of, I guess, the tasks I'm responsible for at work because I, I'm moving into a new position starting not this upcoming week, so not starting tomorrow, but the week after. So I'm kind of working to wrap everything up. Work has kind of just been chill for me. And yeah, but things are good. Things are uh, happy and healthy, you know. So I think uh, looking at what we want to talk about this week in general beyond uh, just some basic life updates is... I, I ended up meeting up with some friends this weekend, and they implored me to uh, tell the story of how we met, and, you know, quite frankly, I don't know why I haven't told that story yet, because it's kind of a defining story for me. I don't know about defining, but it's it's a it's an impactful story for me out here in Massachusetts, so I thought, you know, I should start today's episode by telling that story, and from there... I was thinking about how to focus the rest of what I want to talk about today around that story. So I guess let me let me just go ahead and tell the story and we can I can explain where we're going to go from here. So anyways, this is the story of how me and some of my friends out in Massachusetts met this year or this in 2021, I guess, is when it happened. But anyway, so let me set the scene. It's a cold Saturday night in um, what was it? October or November. Here, I can actually look up the exact day because I know what was happening that night. It was Notre Dame versus Virginia Tech football game because that's what I was doing earlier in the night. Okay, so it was October 9th is when this was. So cold, brisk night, and I had texted my friends earlier in the evening, some of my buddies from college who are out here in Massachusetts as well, like, hey, what are we going to do tonight? Are we going to watch the Notre Dame game? Or, you know, what's the plan? Because most Saturday afternoons or evenings, depending on what the game was at least, or if everyone was in town, etc., we'd usually all get together and watch the Notre Dame football game because, you know, Notre Dame football fans. Um, I guess I, I, I low-key will always mention that that's where I went to college, but sometimes I won't. But anyways, yeah, that's that's where I went to school. So that's why I'm a fan of the football team, obviously. So my one friend goes, hey, one of our friends actually wanted to do karaoke tonight, but we'll still go watch the football game, but we're thinking of doing karaoke, which was kind of out of left field, like from my perspective, because we hadn't really done anything like that. It's October, so I we'd been, at least I'd been here since August. Most of my other friends had been here in Massachusetts since September, so about a month in to living in a new state and I don't think we had really ever gone out and done anything other than just you know basic going to bars going out to maybe sometimes going to restaurants but never something like karaoke so my friend said hey we want to go to karaoke do you want to come I was like hell yeah I love I love karaoke it's a fun time 
and you know going with my friends I, I, I was about it but like he said we were gonna go watch the Notre Dame game for a while until it was kind of essentially time to go to karaoke because the game was at something like 8 p.m. 8.20 p.m. Eastern Time. And we were going to start pre-gaming for karaoke. Or we were going to go to a bar and get a couple of drinks before going to karaoke at around 10. So obviously, usually football games last from... If it starts at 8.20, the game usually isn't done until like 11 p.m. So we were going to miss the end of the game. Well, anyways. So we ended up going to a, a one bar to watch the Notre Dame game because they had kind of a no, there's like Notre Dame fans out in Boston so there'll be game watches at certain bars where they'll have a bunch of TVs with the game on and they'll have they'll bring like Notre Dame flags you know it's a little cute I don't know whatever and so we went to one bar we were watching the Notre Dame game it was a good time and at some point with it was late in the third quarter or something like that maybe start of the fourth quarter it was essentially hey, we got to go get ready for karaoke, more or less. So, okay, great, let's get in an Uber. We got in an Uber, whatever. And we went to this other bar closer to where the karaoke was, but still not super close, which I don't know why this was chosen. I think it was just because that's where the one friend who kind of orchestrated the karaoke was already at or something like that. I don't remember the specifics of why we chose to go to this the second bar the bar is called cheeky monkey it's in the fenway area of boston that does i don't think that's unimportant but yeah so that's where we went so we ubered to cheeky monkey me and my one friend actually me and my two friends three of the four of us were at this notre dame game watch the fourth of us was at cheeky monkey already and then the rest of the people because this was supposed to be an uh a seven person karaoke room the other three were friends of that fourth person. And so we were going to meet them all at Cheeky Monkey. And then the seven of us would go get a drink or two, whatever, pregame a little, and then go do karaoke. So we get to Cheeky Monkey. And then I can't remember if the fourth friend actually wasn't there or not. Because I think he... I don't remember what the whole situation was, but essentially we got there... Um, we all got a drink and we finished watching the Notre Dame game. It was a close game. We ended up winning by a game winning field goal. It was a pretty exciting game. And I'm kind of, I'm not salty. We ended up missing the end of it at the game watch, but I'm sure the game watch was like pretty lit actually being surrounded by Notre Dame fans instead of people who don't care. I think this was also the same night that Alabama lost to Texas A&M. So that's what was actually on at the bar. We, the cheeky monkey that we went to. And so we were watching the Notre Dame game on my phone and <laughs> watching the end of it. So that game ends. And we're chilling, and so we go to our one friend, we say, hey, are your three friends, like, almost here? We're getting kind of close to when we want to go do karaoke. And so he goes, oh, yeah, let me check. So he calls him up, says, hey, like, we're still going to karaoke, yada, 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 you in? And his three friends back out. And so he goes, hey, guys, my friends are no longer coming. So as of right now, it's just us four going to karaoke what do we want to do? And so we kind of look at each other, and I think we all made the realization at the same time that if it's just us four guys <laughs> going to karaoke pretty much sober, I don't think it would have been a bad night, but it was like, mm, I don't know. Like, it's this was not the 
this was not the vibe going into the night or expected vibe going into the night. So me and my two friends, well, me and the, the three friends go, well, why don't we find some girls to go with us? Or I, I guess at the end of the day, it really could have been, we could have found three other dudes too, but you know, we're four guys. We all know each other. You know, we can get some girls to go sing some karaoke with us. It'll be a good time. And so my one friend, he goes, all right, guys, at this point, I, th- I think the one friend whose friends were supposed to come, I don't think he was at Cheeky Monkey. I can't remember the specifics, but I, I would have to ask him again. I don't remember because I think he was trying to get his friends or something like that. I don't really remember all the specifics, but there was the three of me and two of my other friends who were like huddled together. Let's make a game plan for what we got to do. My one friend goes, let's all split up and each find a girl. So then we have three girls. And me and the other friend go, yeah, let's not split. <laughs> let's not split up. That's a bad idea. <laughs> because then we each, well, me and him kind of, I think the realization I made when he made that suggestion was if we each show up with a different girl, then the girls won't know each other and it'll just kind of be, I don't want to say like a creepy vibe, but to me that's kind of, I don't know, that would kind of be a little weird and uncomfortable for at least the girls involved. So that one friend was still pretty set on, I'm going to split off and go and try to find a girl. Me and the other friend said, okay, let's go together and see if maybe we can find then, you know, a group of two girls or something. And so we go to the bar, like, let's get a drink. And so, you know, we don't look like we're just walking around, which was probably almost going to be our game plan. I don't really know. So my friend turns to me, he goes, we're at the bar, like waiting to get drinks. And he goes, what do we do, man? Like, what, like, what are we going to do here? Do you like see anyone? Do you spot anyone that kind of stands out to you? And I take a a quick gaze over the bar. It's not a huge, it's got one area of the bar that's like really big. And then the the area where the bar is, is pretty compact. So I kind of look around and there's some booths and there's this one booth and it has three girls in it. And you know, they look fun. They look like they'd, (laughs) I guess to me on first glance, look like they might say yes to, (laughs) to going to do karaoke. And so I go, I go, yo, there's three girls right there. Uh, my friend is, uh, he goes, what, what's the worst that could happen if we just walk up to those three girls? And I said, they could say no. And he's like, you're right. So we get a drink, take a couple of sips. And my friend is a little better at, I don't know, starting conversation than I am with random people. I'm not, I'm not bad with talking to random people. I'm not afraid necessarily to talk with random people, but my friend is definitely, I don't know, it's stronger of a suit for him than me. We, and we, we both know this. So it was pretty much like, okay, you go ahead and lead the conversation. And he was like, well, what do we, what do we go with? And I go, I don't know. Do we just ask the question directly? He's like, we just have to. He said, I'm just going to go over there and I'm going to tell them what the situation is and ask them if they'd be interested because what's the point of almost small talking them for a while, making them kind of wonder why we're chatting with them if, you know, and then the pop the karaoke question on them later, that doesn't make sense. So I agreed, you know, let's just go over there and ask them worst case scenario. They say that's weird. No. And then <laughs> we walk away. And so, yeah, we, like I said, we like take a drink, walk over. And my friend goes, uh, he he would remember exactly what he said better than me, but he essentially was, hey guys, so we're going to do karaoke tonight. Some of our friends backed out. We have th- space for three. We wanted to know if 
you guys would want to go do some karaoke with us. And they kind of looked at each other and um, all just kind of collectively shrugged their shoulders and said, sure, <laughs> at the same time. So, And so uh, with that, we we had an in, so we sat down, we started talking to them. It was actually really, really chill, and one of the girls actually didn't really want to go, but I think when she realized that me and my friend weren't complete, I don't know, we weren't going to kill her or something, then I think she kind of warmed up to the idea more. You'd have to ask her yourself at what point in the night she actually decided it wasn't a uh, a bad idea but anyways yeah so we started chatting with them it was good our other friends ended up ended up uh coming over to the table eventually and the one who had split off and tried to get a girl alone he had told us what had happened with him is he walked up to a girl started talking to her and then <laughs> some dude came over and put his arm around him and the girl was like yep that's my boyfriend or whatever something along those lines and so <laughs> he did not end up having uh any luck in uh, his endeavors, but that's okay because me and my one friend did end up finding a group of girls to go with us. So yeah, we, we had like another drink. We went, we went to do karaoke. We like Ubered over, did karaoke. It was a good night. You know, will I say I probably had the mic in my hands more than I should have? Probably, probably. I tend to do that at karaoke, but it was a really good night. After that, we went to this like 24 seven diner called South Street Diner. It was the first time I'd been there, but I think the girls had been there before. And it was really good food. And overall, it was just a really, really fun night. And I don't know, whatever luck me and my friend had and just, I don't know, me seeing the three girls and him walking up and asking them turned out to be one of the best things that happened for me in uh, Massachusetts. Or I guess I don't want to speak for everyone all of my friends, but I have to imagine they feel the same way because um, we've all hung out together a bunch more times since then. So it's been really, I mean, I consider all of them like probably my closest friends out here in Massachusetts. It, I have some other close friends here too. So if one, if some of my other Massachusetts friends listen to this, I also love you too. So no, no hate, but uh, it was just a great, I don't know, happen right place, right time moment. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure if I if I ever start having guests on the show, some members of that uh, entourage will definitely make an appearance here since, uh, like I said, they're my closest friends out here in Massachusetts. So we'll have to get maybe their perspective later on that. But it was uh, it was a great time, and I, I love hanging out with them still. And we definitely have to run karaoke back at some point. So I'm excited to, uh, to do that again soon. Because like, unfortunately, we haven't done karaoke again. We've done a, you know, a good fair amount of uh, other fun weekend events and stuff, but we'll have to we'll have to run karaoke back at some point too. So, anyway, shout out shout out to them, and yeah. So that was I don't know. That's an interesting story, I guess. And so now I kind of want to pivot. What what I was thinking initially is telling stories about times I've had fun or interesting interactions with strangers or people I don't really know. But the more I thought about it. The more, because I, I do have, I guess, necessarily interaction with with strangers, but it's because they're mostly forced interactions, like first time meeting people at school or because both in college and high school, I went to the respective school not knowing anyone. 
so I've had plenty of times where I've just met people and had, you know, little funny quirks in meeting people, but not to sound like a broken record, they, they weren't forced interactions. They were normal every day. I'm meeting these new people because I'm in a class with them type interaction. So that was the bulk of any stories I could give on that front. So I kind of got to thinking, what are some other times maybe weird interactions, not necessarily with strangers, but with times where I didn't expect an interaction to happen with someone. So I'll just, I'll just start off with one story and I think you'll kind of get what I'm, I'm getting at with these stories. So I have a great one with a friend in college. So this was senior year and it was second semester around probably late February, early March. I don't remember the exact weekend. Weekends are relevant. But I was I was definitely a sad boy. My girlfriend had recently broken up with me. The reason why that matters is I didn't want to go out that weekend. I was just kind of too you know, I just wanted a weekend in and uh I, I didn't really feel like going out with people and uh I wasn't like in a dark place per se, but I definitely just was chill vibes. And so my friends, my like primary friend group, I know I was, I don't know if I was necessarily invited along, but I, I think they knew I didn't want to go out. That's why I wasn't invited or whatever, but they were all crashing a wedding in downtown South Bend because one of my friend's girlfriends knew about the, like was invited to the wedding or something like that. And so they all just decided, they all just went with, it was, you know, a good fun time for them, whatever. And so of my friend, like, I'll just say there was three of my friends and my friend's girlfriend went to this wedding. I think there might've been more people, but again, I wasn't invited. So I don't remember the whole group of people that went specifically because I wasn't there, but uh, those were the four people I knew who went to this wedding. And I knew that's what they were up to that night. Well, anyways, so at some point in the night, late in the night, I got hungry. I wanted some comfort food. I don't know. I just, I needed some fast food. I needed something. But in South Bend, Indiana, there's just not a whole lot open at night. But what usually is open is there's usually a couple late night places on campus that you could get food at around 10 p.m. and later. Because that's probably around the time it was. It was around 10, 1030 or so, maybe 11 but it was pretty late. You know, most regular restaurants and fast food places are closed at this time. And so this is my senior year and COVID was like a thing. So that also impacted things, especially on campus, because in my first three years of college, we had on Fridays and Saturdays, a Taco Bell Pizza Hut open until 3 a.m. And so usually that was the place to go after, you know, going out or doing whatever you did on the weekends, you would go just get Taco Bell at the end of the night if you were hungry. And we also had a couple other restaurants on campus that were usually open decently late, just as other options. But because of COVID and, I don't know, probably a number of factors, they weren't, our senior year, they were not open past like, I think like 4 p.m. It was was not good, unideal, you know, because sometimes you just need that Taco Bell. But unfortunately for me, there was nothing on campus open. And so I had to resort to going to off campus for, like I said, some like comfort food, whatever, just some fill me up fast food type stuff. So the only Taco Bell open off campus is one that's in downtown South Bend because a lot of restaurants actually are in the Mishawaka area 
parts of the city is Mishawakai, the greater air is Michiana, whatever the distinction is. But there's a city like north of Notre Dame called Mishawaka, and they had a lot of, that's where I would usually go to for like fast food. They had a Cane's there. What else did they have there? The McDonald's I usually went to was there. I, I can't even think of the other stuff. But yeah, that's that's where everything was. So, but I wanted Taco Bell that night, and most of the stuff in Misha, Mishawaka was already closed. So I settled on going to this Taco. I I just spent two minutes explaining why I had to go to the Taco Bell in downtown South Bend. But anyways, yeah. So I had to go. I drove to this Taco Bell. I get in the drive-through line. I'm waiting. It's like taking forever, which I guess is normal. Whatever. You can't really expect much different. And I've been probably sitting in my car waiting for seven, eight, nine minutes, just in the same spot in the drive-thru line. When I see someone just walking down the street, and it, it kind of draws my attention, you know, because I hadn't seen anyone else out walking that night, right? It's like 11 p.m. on a random Friday or Saturday. I want to say it was Saturday. And so I just, I see someone walking, and I'm like, oh, that's like, whatever. But usually when you see someone walking, it's not like a sudden, oh my gosh, I wonder who that is. But, you know, I just see them walking, and they start to get closer to my car. And so I take a look. I take a, I turn to my right. And who do I see? One of my friends who went to the wedding. Like my closest friend in college. I'm like, help. Hey. I don't want to say his name. But. <laughs> and he does not respond to me. And I go, hey, hey, hey. Like yelling at him with my window rolled down. Like trying to get his attention. And then he, he does like spin around. So I drive out of the drive-thru and I'm like, what the heck? My friend is, so he, he turns out to be like, absolutely wasted. Just, I, I, I don't even think I had a drink that night. So obviously I was driving and he was just, oh my gosh, he was so drunk. He was just walking alone the streets of downtown South Bend. And I was like, oh my gosh, I felt like I saved him. Because he was just out wandering. So I get, I park my car or whatever. I go out and I'm like, hey, what's the matter? Like, can I, what are you doing? And he's just like, he can't coherently talk, whatever. And I realize he's super bloody. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And that's why I say, like, I feel like I saved him. I, I don't know where he was headed. I don't know what he was about to do. And so I'm like trying to coax him over to get in my car. I think maybe I was actually still in my car. I just pulled over and he had walked over to my car. My other friend came over, one of the other members of the wedding, him and he's the one with the girlfriend. And they were like, you got to help. You got to help our friend. Like, can you just drive him back to the apartment, please, please? And so he was also visibly like drunk, not as drunk as the one friend who was like bloody though. Like, hey, like we can explain later, but like, can you please just bring him back to the apartment? He like really needs help. And I was like, I was like, yeah, like no problem. I just thought, I thought it was like funny. I couldn't believe, I mean, I was not called to go save them. I was there. I had no idea. Honestly, I didn't, hadn't even remember that the wedding that they were going to was in downtown South Bend. I had no thoughts of even having a chance of running into them, but I would just, yeah, I was just waiting in line at Taco Bell and my friend just <laughs> stumbling down this. And it's not just a, I mean, it's a random road. It was I mean, it was the stupidest dumb luck of all time that I was there with my car ready to save the day for my <laughs> absurdly drunk friend. Just So anyways, he was too drunk to tell me what had happened, but I think I found out later he got in a fight, ended up getting kind of 
bloodied by that, fell over and, you know, scraped his face on the ground or something like that. But yeah, so I drove him back to the apartment and I like teasingly said, like, man, you owe me Taco Bell because that's the only reason I was out here. And now it's going to be too late. It was close to when they were going to close. So maybe it was closer to like 1130, 45. I was like, now I can't drive back and get Taco Bell because they're going to be closed. And he was like, oh, our apartment buildings, they uh, they give us free Taco Bell this morning. So we have an extra taco in the fridge. And I was like, I'm taking that from you automatically. <laughs> so I walked him back up to his apartment. And um, their roommate was already there. He's like, whoa, what, what happened? What happened uh, to our friend? I was like, I legitimately don't know, but I'm taking the taco in your fridge. <laughs> and he was like, fair enough. So, yeah, we got him. I mean, I didn't help him clean up. That was, I was not on cleanup duty. He was, whatever, he was fine. He went and washed his wounds or whatever he did. And I sat and enjoyed the taco. And uh, yeah, then I went home. So, but I guess, yeah, that's the kind of, um, the kind of stories I'm trying to get at is times where I just kind of run into to people very uh, randomly, which doesn't necessarily correlate to the the karaoke story. Because obviously those girls I'd never met before, it'd be different now, you know. Like if I'd run, in, it it would be more applicable if I was running into three girls I had known at Cheeky Monkey. But anyways, that's what we're going with. You can't hate on me for choosing what stories to tell. It's Jacques Talks, not you tell me what to talk about. So hold the L. Anyways, yeah, that's the that's my infamous Taco Bell at, let's just say, 11.30 a.m. in downtown South Bend story. And to this day, I'm still sad I never got like a quesadilla. I still, uh, I still didn't think about it. Anyways, here's another good one. I was also trying to think of some older stories because the the one I'm about to, the the next two ones I'm going to tell happened within the last year. And in reflection, you know, like I've said before, the point of this podcast is to kind of remember stories from even longer times ago, you know, more things that would be easier for me to forget later down the line. But the problem is, I think I'm sure I have more stories like this. And I do just forget them at this point, which is kind of sad, which I guess at the end of the day is good that I'm recalling these ones now. So I don't, if I do forget them, I can come back and listen to them. But I think more to why I have more frequent of these in recent history as well the more I thought about it was when I was younger, it's not like I was going out to random places and I also knew less people. So the chances of these kind of stories happening was way less likely back in high school. And so even beforehand, I mean, especially middle school, where where did I go? I went to practice for the sports I did and school. Like where was I going to bump into people? I'd go go to Target with my mom. Like, I guess, like I'd bump into a classmate, but that's not even... What's there to tell? Ooh, I ran into Jimmy from math class at Target when I was in seventh grade. Like, there's not, I don't know, there's nothing, like, funny or cool about that. At any rate, so, one time I I can talk about in high school, though, was I was on the train. I rode a train into school every day, and one day on the train ride home, I, some girl I went to middle school with in, like, sixth, seventh grade, which is on the train. And normally I was the only person under the age of like 30 on the train because it was a commuter rail. So the people on there were going to work. I just happened to be going to school. And I was usually the only person like of teenage years. And 
So I think the first thing that stood out to me was, well, there's another teenager on the train. And then I was like, wait, I know her. You know, I, w- <laughs> I went to middle school with her. I was like, yo, what do you, I walked up to her. I was like, what are you doing on the train? And she's like, oh, I do PSEO at the University of Minnesota now. So she's like, sometimes if I can't get the appropriate ride or whatever, then I have to take the train. I was like, whoa, cool. Haven't talked to you in like four years, but funny. But anyways, you get what I'm saying? Like, that's all there is to it. There's no funny 1130 Taco Bell moments, which I think are better. Was Is is the Taco Bell story any more exciting? Maybe not. Maybe it's just funny to me because my friend was like belligerently drunk. I don't know. I digress. Let me tell another uh, what I would consider a good story to be. So it was this past summer and I was just mostly having a good time this summer and trying to spend it with my friends. You know, it was the last couple months I essentially was going to be with them because I was the only, you know, of my friends from back home, I was really the only one leaving Minnesota or, you know, post-graduation. You know, I'm talking like my friends from from high school, from from the, the friend group I'll be talking about today or one of them I've known since elementary school. So that kind of, you know, homey friend type people. And so there was just one Friday night that we all decided to go out. And when I say we all decided to go out, I mean, I got invited to go out with my friend's girlfriend and all of her friends. And so we went to this place, we went just went to this college bar in Minneapolis because they all lived really close to the University of Minnesota's campus. And so I showed up, we pre-gamed at the apartment, we went out and it was a good time. I ended up meeting a lot of, you know, like I said, it was my friend, my close friend from elementary school him and his girlfriend and all of his girlfriend's friends. So I had never really met any of them before. I think one of, actually, no, I think that night was the night I met all of her friends. I ended up going out with them a couple more times over the course of the summer. So this was like the night I met a majority of them. And so it it was just a good night all around, you know, meeting her friends, having good fun times at the bar. I think there's a video of me like dancing from that night. That was funny. If I recall, I don't even remember. Actually, I don't think there was. What am I? What am I thinking of though? I don't know. It doesn't even matter. So at the end of the night, we go back to. It was my friend's girlfriend's apartment, so we go back to her place, and me and two of her friends are staying there, as well as my friend and his girlfriend. But before we went back to the apartment, we all got pizza. We got pizza. We were just talking about life. We were all a little intoxicated, you know, obviously went to the bar, but the bar was right really close to where she lived. So we could walk everywhere. It was super awesome. We walked and got pizza. We walked back, we were talking and we ended up sitting there probably talking for an hour, two hours or so. It was just really good conversation. And my friend had a disposable camera and she had just taken a picture of us talking or something. That's actually, I think that's what I was thinking of. There isn't a video of me like dancing. I don't, why was I thinking of dancing? I think there's a picture of me making a funny face. I think that's what I'm thinking of. But what I what I'm getting to, or what I I was alluding to right now is she took a picture of us all just sitting around talking. It was me and her two friends. And one of the friends like foot is in the corner of the photo, even though the photo is predominantly of me just like eating pizza and talking. I just look stupid. But the friend of this is so complex without using names, but my friend's girlfriend's friend was like, give me that photo. I don't I don't want anyone having it because my foot's in the corner of it, which is just like a funny, like, haha, whatever. It wasn't, she wasn't actually 
seriously being serious, I don't think. But so she took the photo, like pocketed it, whatever. And we took another photo and I kept that one, whatever. It was a good night though. We were all just talking. It was nice. Like I said, it was nice meeting my friend's girlfriend's friends. Um, I feel like I kind of made some friends out of them. It was a good time. And yeah, that, that was that. So that was Saturday or that was Friday night. We woke up Saturday. Um, we drove home. It was all good and fine dandy, whatever. And then Sunday, I was flying out to visit my aunt and uncle in Florida. And so me and my mom got to the airport relatively early in the day. I want to say it was mm, like 11 a.m. noon. It wasn't an early flight, but it wasn't it wasn't in the afternoon or evening. And so we were flying southwest, which if you know, this is this is some minor details. If you're flying southwest out of Minneapolis, St. Paul, MSP, then you're flying out of Terminal 2. And so it's the smaller terminal and it sucks because there's like nothing to eat, nothing to drink. I think there's like a caribou coffee or something. Maybe uh maybe like one restaurant or something, but it's it's definitely the worst terminal. So I don't know. It's just not really ideal. We're sitting there masked up, of course. This happened last summer. And this girl approaches me. I'm just sitting in the terminal. I think my mom had went to the bathroom. I was sitting alone with our bags. And this girl comes up to me. And she just sticks her hand out. And in her hand, I didn't even really see what it was. And I had AirPods in. I didn't hear anything. And... And so I like look up at her, look at what she's holding. I didn't really like, I still didn't register because she just had like walked up to me, right? And I take my AirPods up and I go, well, like what's up? And she goes, look. And I look at what she's holding and it's a Polaroid picture of me. And suddenly the wheels in my head are spinning and I'm like, what in the world? And then like everything clicked and I realized it was my friend's girlfriend's friend from two nights ago who, like the girl with the foot in the photo, who, and it was like her, she was just happening, I was like, yo, like, what the heck, what are you doing here, and she's like, oh yeah, I'm flying back home, I actually go to, she, she was in grad school in, oh, where was it, like, I think she was flying to Baltimore, but then she was also going someplace else, I don't even, I don't want to pretend to remember exactly where she was flying to, but she was like, yeah, I saw you, and, and I texted, our friend, you know, our friend was like, I think Jacques is in the airport, like with me right now. And she was like, Oh, yeah, he's flying to Florida to visit his visit his aunt and uncle. And so yeah, she came over to me. And she was like, she's like, here, you can have this. And she, she gave me the Polaroid bike. I still have it. I can. It's on my desk with all my other Polaroids. So I'm, I'm looking at it now. Unfortunately, you can't see it. If you're ever over at my place and randomly want to see a Polaroid picture of me, then I have it. But anyways, yeah, which is like, I was like, yeah, it was great meeting you. Like, super funny. We ran into each other. She's like, yeah, it, it was funny. So, I don't know. It's It was just, like, so weird. And then she went she went off and caught her flight. She was boarding way sooner than I was. We were there pretty early, me and my mom. My mom, I don't know if I, I even mentioned that. I just kind of, like, subtly dropped up. Yeah, my mom was going to visit my aunt and uncle with me. So, yeah, it was just, like, the weirdest, I don't know. It was just super weird to run into her at the airport, someone I just met, and she had a polar, like, it'd be less, I guess, less funny of a story, she's like, you know, we had met each other, but the fact that she, she just had a polar picture of me, and she still had it on her, and she gave it to me, so it was, I don't know, just a funny, funny thing that happened, 
Um, but cool. I have an, so I think airports are airports are a pretty common place for that stuff to happen. I've I've like noticed other people I recognize in the airport, but the amount of times I've gone up and been like, "Hey, what's up?" I think is not too common. Like one time I was in the airport to go to from Boston to Chicago and I saw someone from Notre Dame I recognized and I never ended up saying anything to her because I mean I didn't even remember her name I just recognized her from school but we definitely had to I don't think we were on the same flight because I didn't see her boarding when I boarded but she could have and I just didn't see it but I didn't see her in my terminal but I was going back to I was flying into Chicago for a Notre Dame football game so I'm pretty sure she must have been doing the same thing so I don't know, but I didn't go up and say anything to her. But I, I, what I'm saying is I think most people probably have a time or two at least where they've run into someone at the airport because, I don't know, it's just a common place to see people, I guess. There's always a lot of people there. Usually people are flying at around the same dates when they go and fly places, I guess. Does that make sense? I don't know. But anyway, so another funny, I guess, airport story for me is also happened um, back in December. So I flew home from Massachusetts. I flew back home to Minnesota for Christmas, but I only stayed for Christmas. I didn't stay for New Year's. I guess to tie everything together, when I was back in Massachusetts for New Year's, I ended up going out with a friend from that karaoke night. So you see it all, uh, it's all kind of good. I don't even know what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is that the karaoke people I still hang out with for important, I don't even know what I'm saying. I was just trying to make a connection. Anyways, the world is small. That's not a small world moment, but it is to me. Welcome to Jacques Talks. I talk and I ramble and let's get back to the story. Anyways, <laughs> sorry about that. It's all, we're, we're not even to the hour mark. I can't even make the excuse that we're past an hour and I can say what I want. So... We're not going to go over an hour this week, or not too much. You know, the, the average couple dribbles. That's a weird word. Anyways, I'm flying back from home on like the, I think I flew back on the 26th of December. So hot right after Christmas flight, but it was, it was like the cheapest. So I wanted to save some money, you know, whatever. So I flew back. I got out of the plane. I went, I took the shuttle bus to the train station, the airport subway station in Boston. I'm waiting for the train. And who do I see? My friend from work, who's one of my other closest friends out here in Massachusetts. He, he, he was one of the people I had in mind when I was apologizing for not including him in a closest friends in Massachusetts list. But anyways, had no clue he was going to be there. Had no clue he was even flying back on the 26th. I knew he was coming back. Like, I knew his holiday plans and stuff, too. He was going back with, um, back home with his girlfriend for their, his girlfriend's family's Christmas. And I don't, I think that, well, I don't, there might have been something else that I don't remember. I'm, I'm trying to not say something wrong. Well, anyways, I guess that's a minor detail. I, it was just like, I don't know, really funny to me to run into him at, at the train station of all, I don't know, of all places at the airport. And I hadn't, I mean, we hadn't seen each other since before Christmas, you know, like at work before we left was probably the last time we saw each other or no, he drove me to the airport. Actually, he drove and dropped me off. Well, he dropped me off at my friend's house because it's, it's complicated. I don't want to explain the whole story right now, running out of time here, but yeah, that was the last time I saw him and talked to him. And then we ended up seeing each other 
at the end of our respective trips at the at the train station. So I don't know. It was funny. Very unexpected. I'd gotten a new phone, so I was like, look, I have an iPhone now. Because he'd he'd roasted me previously, I'm pretty sure, for having an Android. And I was like, new year, new me, even though it wasn't a new year yet. And oh, I don't know. It was just funny, I guess. Yeah, part of the funniness is just like what we talked about. So obviously there is, you know, I'm not going to like retell all that. But yeah, that was just another one of those incidences. And I think every other story that I could think of in this kind of category is very, very much related to what I had said before. Very just kind of, oh, hey, like, how you been? And then just kind of part ways, whatever. Because a lot of times that would happen while, so I worked at a Panera Bread in high school. So a lot of times I would bump into people I hadn't seen in years as they, you know, would come into Panera to get food and I'd be working. So I saw elementary school teachers. I saw, you know, different friends from, from say elementary school, from church and stuff. And so it was always nice, like, oh my gosh, like haven't seen you in like, what, six, seven years. And so that was always a nice place to, to bump into people. And I guess it wasn't really bumping into people. It was more, they bump into me because I'm working. But it would, I think that the, the funnest game, I don't know if I would say game, but I I often work drive through in my later years at Panera because I think maybe, maybe you can gather from this. I like to talk, right? I'm, er, I'm, I'm comfortable talking, especially to strangers, I guess. So it kind of just works. Uh, I think management kind of realized that it's a good and comfortable position for me to be taking orders. And then when you're, you know, on order taking duty, you're also responsible for taking their money, backing stuff up sometimes, depending on how many people are working. So that kind of work is in my wheelhouse. So I did a lot of that at Panera. So the fun game, I say that again, I don't know if it's a, a game I played, but I start to take someone's order and I go, wait a second, that voice sounds familiar. And then I try and see if I can figure it out before they get to the window. Usually I couldn't because I'm not the greatest, I guess, with voice identification. Is that something that... I think some people are really good at that. But I'm not the greatest at that. But yeah, like like my neighbors would sometimes come through. I didn't recognize that immediately. Like when my mom would come through, I'd know it right away. And sometimes I wouldn't be taking my order and my mom would stop ta- start talking and I'd like cut in and be like, yo, what's up, mom? So that would always be funny. But obviously that's not really a random run-in when it's my mom coming to get her coffee. But looking at the time here, we do, um, the last couple of episodes I've gone like an hour 15 plus. So without uh, trying to start another one of my stories, I think we'll leave it off at that story there. And yeah, I've got, I've got an exciting week ahead. My last week before I start my new position at work. And my birthday next Saturday. So definitely going to be doing stuff for my birthday next weekend. I don't know what yet. I'm pretty bad at planning. I think my number one goal is to get some good pizza. Because I haven't really had... I've had some good pizza. But not like good bomb pizza in a while. So I want to get some good pizza for my birthday. And just spend the weekend with my friends. And just have a good time. So yeah. If, if my friends are listening to this, don't forget... I am expecting a present starting on Tuesday, March 1st. 
I believe that's when March 1st is. I can count the dates real quick. Um, um, I don't, I'm pretty sure it's Tuesday. I don't want to play the guessing game, but I am playing, it's Jacques Talks. I can guess, I can guess the date all I want. But yeah, birth month in effect starting Tuesday. So have your gifts ready. I got to stop making this a joke because people will think I'm serious. I, I genuinely don't care. I actually love giving gifts. Giving gifts is something I like. And I think that's like what makes me the happiest is giving people gifts and seeing them happy that what I gave them that that like actually makes me happy. So I've been I've been thinking I I have some schemes. So if you're a Massachusetts listener, be on the lookout this weekend. I might have some surprises up my sleeve. We'll see. I don't know. But anyways, this has been Jock Talks, episode five. We're going strong. I'm excited. I think next week I'm going to start doing some times in my life type shows, less topical or more topical, I guess I should say. So I want to, I want to sit down and try to think of some of my favorite like childhood memories. We can maybe talk about that next week, but things change. I might, uh, the, the season finale of Euphoria might be so crazy. I have to dedicate half of my, no, I'm just, that probably won't happen, but that is what I'm about to go do is watch that. So anyways, have a great week, everyone. I will talk to you again next week. And yep, this has been Jock Talks. Peace out.